back with another one welcome back to the latest edition of the philosophy sessions podcast with phil washington i am your host owner of pw digital media entertainment and your favorite golf professional phil washington we are coming to you live from the air-conditioned pw digital media entertainment studios here in orlando florida as always i ask you guys that if you want to support the podcast you give it five stars on your platform of choice we are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon. Leave a comment or share your feedback on my Instagram or Threads page at the handle PW underscore digital underscore media underscore entertainment. Last and certainly not least, in order for me to grow, produce more, and give you better content, I need you to share this podcast with your friends and your family because what? Sharing is caring. I have an international audience with new viewers coming from Canada, France, and the Netherlands. So to you all, I say welcome. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to entertain you. And uh, don't be a stranger. All right. Before I talk about what I want to talk about, a lot of you, a lot of you have reached out to me about my last episode. Um, I appreciate the feedback. It means a lot. The stories I talk about on this podcast are all true. I mean, I've been in the business since 2010. I've seen a lot over the last 13 years. Don't forget, the golf industry is also like customer service and hospitality. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to see all walks of life at the same time. You all are really starting to get to know me a lot better. Um, If you know me, I love to teach. 
I love to serve my community, and most importantly, I will be brutally honest on different topics. I know when to be politically correct, but at the same time, I will not be afraid to tell you how I really feel about things. Another thing I'm learning is that you guys really love my stories. I have so many, so, so many. So if you want, I have another good one for you. So this particular situation happened in 2012. I am just finishing my first full year as head golf professional at this club. At this point, I'm, I'm really getting to know the members, what tee times they like, what days they play, how fast they play, and what they like to eat and drink when they are done playing. This particular day was on a Tuesday, and I know it was a Tuesday because I have three different groups of male members that played on Tuesdays. I had the 7 a.m. group, early morning group, that wanted to be the first out, and they wanted to be off the golf course by 10, 10, 15 in the morning. I had the 735 group that had 10 to 12 players. These would be the, the older male players that had migrated from a neighboring club that had closed maybe a year or two prior. Then the main men's game would go out around 12 o'clock. It would consist of about 16 to 20 players. Yada, yada, yada. The group that will be featured in this story is the 735 group. In this group, there were three older gentlemen. The names of these gentlemen were Wilford, Richard, who in I may refer to time to time as Dick, and Ray. I'm going to call them the Three Musketeers. Why? Because they were their own little clique. They were always together. They would pull into the club together, slowly, waddling their way into the pro shop, pay their green fees, get their cart, come back in for coffee or tea, and talk about politics, business. They would also talk about being in the service, that being, that being the United States military. For that, let me just take a quick moment to thank them and anyone else that has or is currently serving in the military, no matter what branch or division. Thank you for your service, dedication to our country, all that. Back to the Musketeers here. On this particular Tuesday, it all seemed like a normal morning. I opened the shop, 6.30. I was doing work on the computer, filling out the T-sheet, getting the outside crew 
information that they needed to know for the morning and for the day ahead. I did, however, notice that Richard was missing from the table. Five minutes went by, didn't see him. Ten minutes went by, didn't see him. Twenty minutes later, literally, right up to their tea time, I see Richard come out slowly. And the three of them get into their carts and drive off towards the first hole. As I... As I'm finishing my computer work and organizing the pro shop, I decide to head to the kitchen for some hot coffee. As I'm walking towards the kitchen, I kind of look down the hallway and notice something. I uh, I look and and I see a trail. Now I thought. I thought a maintenance worker had come in with some dirty shoes, leaving a trail of dirt, heading towards the men's bathroom. But it wasn't that. I didn't remember seeing anyone from maintenance come in. As I stepped closer towards the trail of unknown, I started to get, I started to get a whiff of something foul. Like, really, really foul. The trail that started in the hallway and ended in the men's bathroom was poop. Yes, it was poop. Crap. Excrement. Like... Bruh, what the hell is this? Who shit themselves and couldn't make it to the... Ooh. Dick. It was dick. This 80-some-year-old crusty mofo... Did not just crap himself en route to the restroom. That's why your ass went missing for over 20 minutes. Hell, Wilf and Ray almost put out an APB for your punk ass. Turns out, nature was calling and you couldn't make it to the throne in time. Now... I have a busy T-sheet coming up, right? It's almost 7.45. Now, my general manager normally comes in between 8 and 8.30. So, I got like 15 to 20 minutes to clean this shit up. Excuse my French, please. I beg of you. But I'm hot telling this story. And I feel like this shit happened yesterday, but it was over 10 years ago. Okay? Sorry. So, what do I do? 
first thing I tried to do was sweep up the poop. Uh, no, that didn't work. I ended up spreading it. I made the situation worse, dummy. So then, went to the back. I found some latex gloves in the closet. Grabbed some paper towels. Held my breath. And went right on down the trail and hand-picked the poop. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But that wasn't the worst of it. Okay? So, I round the corner. And I go into the men's bathroom. I go into the men's handicapped toilet. I don't want to give you all a visual, but I feel like in order for me to justify this story, I feel like I have to. So if you get grossed out for what I'm about to say, I'm sorry. If any one of you have ever watched South Park, there is an episode where Randy takes a massive dump and he thinks it's so big that it belongs in the Guinness Book of World Records. What Dick did to this stall he blew it up. He blew it up. The seat the seat was in jeopardy, okay? Now that I think about it, the trail that he left was nothing compared to the stall. I'm telling you, I think Dick lost about 8 to 10 pounds legit. On God, I'm not kidding. But here's the kicker. He didn't say a damn thing to me. It wasn't like he didn't take me over to the side, or I should say waddle over to me and take me over to the side and say, Hey, um, I made a mess. I apologize. It's just one of those mornings I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in. Can you please forgive me? Nah. Nope. None of that. And his boys, his boys didn't say anything until they came in from playing golf. Right? Turns out, they took Dick to the car before playing and he went home. They brought the cart back to the staging area. The explanation I got was, Oh, uh, Richard wasn't feeling well, so uh, he went home. He, he was going to ask for a rain check or, or credit for next time, if that's fine, if that's okay. Professionally, I said, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll mark it on his profile and... Uh, He'll get that round uh, the next time he comes back. What I really wanted to say was, oh, hell no, man. Look, he can take that credit and convert it to a tip for me for the sweat, tears, and emotional scars of seeing and cleaning that shit off the floor in the hallway and literally shutting down the handicap stall because... From what I heard, it needed to be repaired and replaced. 
I did the best I could with that damn stall. But the toilet just never fully recovered from being assaulted by Dick that morning. Well, I'm getting paid eight fifty an hour for this crap, please. After cleaning all that up, I was done for the day. Mentally, I checked out, and it was only 8.15 in the morning. Once my co-workers came in and they found out what happened, my nickname that day, hell for the rest of the week, was Mr. Clean. And I'm like, look, make fun of me all you want. But it makes sense. Because no matter what, I always get the job done. Right? Yeah, you're damn right. So, yeah. From that day on, I learned that uh, you have to expect the unexpected. Also, to act fast and accordingly to make sure that the place of business is always clean and running as if nothing has happened. So with that being said, I need to cool down. Let's take a break. I need it after that. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington. Ladies and gentlemen, do you love good music? You love listening to good vocals? Are you a fan of NBC's The Voice? Then do me a favor, join host Stephanie and James as they break down each contestant's voice and overall performance from each week's episode. They keep it 100 and voice their opinions with love, kindness, and respect. You can follow The Pitchy Podcast on Instagram at The Pitchy Podcast, spelled T-H-E-P-I-T-C-H-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can also subscribe to their podcast on YouTube and on your favorite podcast platform. back i feel better now this philosophy sessions podcast with phil washington listen if you haven't already give this a five star rating give your feedback on my your feedback on my instagram and threads handle once again at pw underscore digital underscore media underscore entertainment last and certainly not least y'all already know sharing is what caring so i'm just gonna throw this out there in particular, those that live in the Orlando metropolitan area. I am in the search for the authentic Philly cheesesteak. I've been down here almost 14 years now. There have only been two spots that have even come close to what I consider an authentic Philly cheesesteak. First spot. Lee's Famous Cheesesteaks and Wings. It's a food truck that travels all across Central Florida. Uh, D. Lee. D. Lee is the owner. He's a great guy. His crew is fantastic. Um, if he's close to where I'm traveling to, I'll make an effort to grab a sandwich. 
my go-to there is a Philly with onions and uh, American or provolone cheese. The onions have to be grilled. Raw onions is a no-no. On a scale of 1 to 10, I give Lee's a 9.1, which is fantastic. Uh, the other spot, which now is no longer open, that I will go to and I will drive out of my way for is Briantos. And Briantos was located in the Avalon Park section of Orlando, just south of the University of Central Florida and Waterford Lakes. When you go to Briantos, it had an all-Philadelphia feel to it, representing Philadelphia to the max, Eagles, 76ers, Phillies, Flyers, memorabilia inside the restaurant. I remember seeing big pictures of the inside of Veterans Stadium, Citizens Bank Park, um, and Lincoln Financial Field in there. At Briantos, I would get the same, give me a Philly, grilled onions, and American cheese. What makes Briantos and Lee's Philly steak sandwiches authentic is that they used real ribeye and the the famous Amoroso sandwich roll. It's all about the roll. Um, I would give Briantos an eight point nine out of 10. Um, I know there is an Eagles bar here in Orlando. I believe it's off of Michigan Street. I haven't been there yet. It's called Wing Shack. I'll have to stop in there once the football season gets underway and check it out. But if anyone's listening, if you have any recommendations, let me know. Um, I don't know what it is, but I cannot do I can't do a cheesesteak from Wawa anymore. The last couple times I've been there have been horrible. Uh, Publix. The Publix cheesesteak, let me just say, it is not a cheesesteak. It is a roast beef sandwich with no taste. I've had better cheesesteaks from Jersey Mike's, Graffiti Junction, Gators Dockside, Hooters and Twin Peaks. No lie. I I kind of want to stay with the Philadelphia theme for this last topic. Um, Trey Vance Turner. He is the three hundred million dollar star shortstop we picked up in free agency supposed to be su- supposed to be the savior of the infield hitting machine stealing bases like it's nothing this dude Trey was a beast in the world baseball classic he he literally was a machine but once he started playing with the Phillies, it hasn't been the best of seasons for Mr. Turner. I believe he's on record by saying that 
the 2018 season was his worst season as a professional. We still have a little ways to go here in 2023. Uh, but this is this is not looking good. Especially if you're a $300 million baseball player. Um, as of today, his current batting average is 236. He's normally a 300 hitter. He has 10 home runs, 35 RBIs, 106 total hits. But here's the problem. He has more strikeouts than hits. He has 106 hits compared to 115 strikeouts last time he had a two hit game was july 23rd against cleveland his last three hit game was june 11th against the dodgers before last night his last rbi was on july 15th against the san diego padres now look something's definitely wrong and it has to be has to be mental. It's got to be a mental issue with him. Maybe he's pressing. Maybe he's trying too hard. But here's the thing. He's a professional, right? He will somehow find his way out of this slump. And I know us Philly fans get a bad rep. But what we did last night was pretty cool. So... Last night, the Phillies came. They came home from their road trip, faced the Kansas City Royals on Reddit. There was a little thing going on where it was saying it was saying something along the lines of, let's give Trey a standing ovation, lift his spirits up, and see if we can encourage him through this slump. So in the second inning, Trey comes up the bat, and I would say about 90% of Citizens Bank Park was up on their feet clapping and cheering him on. He ended up lining out to the Kansas City infielder, but eventually he would get a hit in an RBI in his third at bat. As Philly fans, we, we will give you tough love when it's just due, but at the same time, we know that when you're committed to being in Philadelphia for the rest of your career, let's not be the man when he's down. I mean, if you think about it, this is this is similar to what Pat Burrell went through in 2003 when I think he only hit like 209, which is absolutely terrible. I mean, not as bad as what Kyle Schwarber is right now. I think Kyle might be like 182, 183, which he needs to figure that out. That's pretty pathetic, especially if you're if you're the leadoff man and you're hitting 189. What good are you? So like I said, let's continue. Let's help. Let's encourage Trey, but not just Trey. Let's encourage this entire team. Our young bucks are doing their thing right now. Alec Bohm, 
Bryson Stott. Uh, we just brought up uh, Rojas. Uh, who am I missing? Alec. I said Alec Bohm, right? Uh, Castellanos. Castellanos, who was an all-star this year, last year. He had a terrible season, so he's now... He's now getting into his own here in Philly. It, it, it's pretty much our young players that are doing the dirty work. Aaron Nola, who's the longest tenured Philly, he's he hasn't had the best of years, so I think this team's going to be okay. I think they'll find a way to make it into the playoffs. Uh, but. If we have to face Atlanta, I don't think we have a shot. I don't think we have a shot at all. Atlanta is just stacked from top to bottom. So. Well. That's going to do it for another edition of the philosophy sessions podcast i know it's another short one this one's probably going to be 28 29 minutes maybe uh but yeah i was just it was just one of those things i'm going through some old pictures and this story the story with uh, the three musketeers came to my mind, and I'm like, yeah, I have to tell this story. I have to. Getting paid eight fifty an hour to clean up crap. I mean, I mean, I guess that's kind of why you're seeing quite a few people in the golf industry leave. I don't blame them. They're not getting paid enough. They're not. But, hey, that's another story for another day. Right? So, you can always reach out to me. I'm on Instagram and threads. You guys know my handle. PW underscore digital underscore media underscore entertainment. Listen, I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. School will be back in session here in Central Florida Next week, one of these counties, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Volusia, Flagler, Orange, Seminole, Brevard, one of these counties is starting next week. And it's hard to believe that summer is on its way out already. And don't worry, my people up north, you still have about a month left to enjoy. It's normally... Normally the week after Memorial Day weekend that you guys head back for like a two, three day week and then you get going the, the week after that. So well, anyway, you guys know how I finish my podcast. And if you haven't been told this lately, just know that. You are loved, you have value, and you are worth it. 
May God continue to bless you and your families. I will see you guys next time. Take care. Class dismissed. Listen up, let me tell you about a podcast. Philosophy sessions with Phil Washington, it's a blast. He drops knowledge like a bomb, got your mind blown. Leads you thinking deep like you're in the unknown. Feeling lost, don't you worry, you're not alone. Phil's got your back, he'll guide you home. Through the maze of life, he'll be your light. Like a beacon in the dark, shining bright. Remember, you are Lord, you have value. And if you're feeling down, don't let it consume you. You're worth it more than you'll ever know. Like a diamond in the rough, let your light show. The views and opinions expressed by the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Philosophy Sessions podcast. Any content provided by authors or content creators are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual or anyone or anything. Thank you.